0: Hello. Hello. Welcome back. Hello, and welcome to Kirby Mel and Kirby Lee's podcast. I know you missed us. <laughs> Today's normal day topic, Monday
1: topic, is <laughs> travel. Yes. Um, as everybody knows, I haven't traveled a lot, but Lee has. Yes. So. I have. We're here to maybe the ignorant one and ask questions that you guys probably will be the one to answer those questions and talk about her experiences. I think. Yeah, sounds about right. We could do that.
0: Mm-hmm. So I, so, so how are you? I'm good actually, but some background on my travel. <laughs> I've been traveling my whole life. Like whole life. I've been to most of the Caribbean, besides Cuba and Jamaica, to Dubai and Saudi Arabia. I've been to Italy, Turkey, Greece. I've been to Canada. I've been to Bermuda. Uh, I'm like making a map in my head. Um. What else? What have I missed? Canada, Bermuda. Well, we live in the United States, so I've been to like Vegas. I've been to like Florida, been in Miami, which is in Florida. (laughs) I've been to DC.
1: Yeah. Well, DC does have the best uh, museums. Crime. To.
0: So, yeah. so, I've been to all the U.S. Virgin Islands I've been like nice a lot of traveling like I've been to most of the Caribbean besides I've been Jamaica.
1: yeah well for me um I haven't done that much travel I told you before so only places I've been is Guyana um <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Canada and I've also been to Aruba. Now for states I have been to Washington D.C. I've been to New York. That <laughs> doesn't count. We live in New Jersey. That doesn't count. It does Everyone's count. Been in New York. There it does are people who lives in Jersey who's never been to New York.
0: That seems boring. We have a train that goes there every day, multiple times a day. So that's <laughs> not a big feat.
1: Whatever. It counts for me. Uh, sure. <laughs> I've been to San Diego. Um, I've been to Maryland, West I've Virginia. Been Maryland. Mm-hmm. I've been to Albany. That's New York. So there you go. That's upstate New York. I tell what I've been to Buffalo. <laughs> nice. <So> New York. <laughs> I mean, it is, but it's far. When you live in New Jersey, New York doesn't count. But it's far. <laughs> nah, it doesn't count. Oh, I also lived in Pennsylvania for, like, many years. I've been to Pennsylvania before. and Oh, I've been to Camden, New Jersey. That's far as shit. My brother went to school over there. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I've been. Um Sadly, due to this corona crisis, I was supposed to put some more um, countries on my passport, but... <laughs> sadly i can't
0: and i'm supposed to go back to vegas and sadly i also cannot
1: yeah we were supposed to go to vegas for lee's birthday next month and we're stuck home yep because nobody's going to vegas right this minute That's not you know things have opened up in the state
0: of nevada this past like couple days i don't trust that shit i'm not a guinea pig
1: exactly like look what happened to florida They opened Florida for Memorial Weekend and 4,000 cases just reappeared. I'm okay. But what do you want to ask me about travel? Because I've been to a lot
0: of places that are all fun in different ways.
1: Okay. So as somebody who, you know, traveled a lot, Mm -hmm. it's crazy because we work at a currency exchange. These are things that I should already know, but screw it. Anyway, not the point. The point is, what is the first thing you do when you know you're about to travel somewhere? The first thing I do, if I know where I'm going,
0: like sometimes I don't know where I'm going. Sometimes it's just like a trip my mom plans. and like, oh, pack your shit. We're going to an island. Okay, I'll pack for an island. But um, if I know where I'm going, I look at the culture. Because certain clothing items aren't allowed in certain cultures. It can get you into a lot of trouble. Like in Dubai and the Seven Sheik's aka dubai saudi arabia blah 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 they have really strict rules and the government's really strict like every crime is punishable by death in dubai (laughs) so you know like review the culture a little bit make sure you're not you know breaking some crimes breaking some laws because you can get into serious trouble as a foreigner if you don't know the culture that you're going into
1: it's funny that you mentioned that because um one of my friends is from Iran, and he was telling me the same thing. Our friend, but okay. Well, you disowned him, so he's my friend. Oh, <laughs> um, no, I didn't disown him. He just doesn't reply my text. Same our shit, friend. okay. <laughs> okay, our friend. Mm -hmm. he's from Iran and he was basically telling me the same thing the thing is I don't like clothes so he's like yeah you're gonna have to cover up he's like when we get to the area we're gonna be in and we're in the house by all means be naked but not outside you're gonna get in trouble yes um so since well you said you haven't been to Cuba yet right no my mom does my mom's gone
0: to Cuba twice since they let out uh, Obama, let off the embargo, and then Trump's to let it out. So I'm going to Cuba twice. Okay. So I know about that trip.
1: Because my question is: you, some sanctioned countries, and some other countries as well, um, you need a visa to get there. What would be the best option to get a visa? So with Cuba, you can just do a
0: travel visa, and it'll work just fine. It's not that big of a deal. Yeah, with Cuba, because it's, well, right now they're closed off to the U.S. again, so technically you need a Canadian visa to travel, which is just going to Canada, and then from there you just go to Cuba. Okay. Because right now the U.S. doesn't directly travel to Cuba anymore. Yeah. So you fly to Canada, Toronto, and just go to Cuba. The Canadians are
1: less strict. Of course they are. They have weed over there. That's how you know they're less mm-hmm.
0: strict.
1: <laughs> like, my my brother and my sister-in-law and her
0: whole family live in Canada. And it's like, oh, bring some edibles down here. It's like, we don't want to get stopped at the border, but next time, maybe. <laughs> it's like, it is a crime in the United States. Oh, yeah. But
1: and not they have at dogs all a sniffing there.
0: you out to make it sure. They have like a legit. dispensary a block from their
1: house. Exactly. In Canada. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Do you prefer tourist attractions or living like a local? Both. The
0: reason why I say both is because there are monuments in this world that you do need to see. Like, if I go to Puerto Rico, that's like homeland. I'm not a tourist there. I might go to the castle. I might not. It's not a big deal. But like in Puerto Rico, I'm living like a local. I'm basically a known person there. If I'm going to Italy, which I have, I was a tourist that lived in an Italian apartment. It was great, but if it's something that's historical, in my opinion, I need to go see it because I need to base my own opinions on it and like find out why it was so like glorified in our textbooks growing up. Okay, I feel you. So, like, I've been. T- I'm not cutting off. I'm trying. Nothing. No, 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 no. <laughs> Yeah, I've been to the Vatican and St. Peter's Church Cathedral and I've seen the Sistine Chapel painted by Michelangelo and then his predecessors afterwards after he died and it is beyond this world. You can't describe it as someone that hasn't seen it. It's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like I've talked to other grown people that have seen the Sistine Chapel and they talk to me about it and like we click. If you've never seen the Sistine Chapel, you're trying to describe it to someone that hasn't seen it it makes no sense to them like I am Catholic I grew up Catholic and like that's like the holy seed for my people mm-hmm. like I'm very into every culture and every religion I'm not really like be my god only I don't care about that but seeing it and being there it's an experience that's breathtaking like truly like makes you cry in the moment (laughs) because it's that like fantastic and people that haven't ever seen it don't get that Mm -hmm. it's so ridiculous like because you see it in like movies you see it in like pictures and it's not the same like you see like the moment where like man and god touch Mm -hmm. you've seen that picture Mm -hmm. that's in the sistine chapel Mm -hmm. that's one of like a hundred scenes in the sistine chapel The Sistine chapel is literally day one of the Bible to the ascension of Christ. Like, it's a room that is, I swear to God, it is a square, but it looks like a circle. Mm. So how? It blows your mind. (laughs) And it's the point, the center of the room is the ascension of, you know, the creation of man and God. And then it goes from, like, you see all the stories of, like, Noah and the ark, you see Christ and Mary and the creation of man and Eden and at the back of the room, you see the ascension of Christ, like the ascension of Christ. And it's like it makes you cry seeing the ascension of Christ in the room. It's like, it's not moving. It's, not a, it's like, it's not a movie. It's just paint on a wall that is incredible.
1: Mm. And it's like, God damn. <laughs> like, who,
0: how do you have the brain to paint this and it look like it's moving hundreds of years ago
1: (laughs) well i mean art back then was is way better than art now and every artist has told me that they've always said that if you really want to know a true artist look back to when art was first you know that um you made me lose my question yes so here was the question i was going to ask you before you kind of already answered Mm -hmm. it but i'll still ask anyway um Mm -hmm. so based off of what you said do you think it's wise to um research certain places before you go and i don't mean like country-wise like how you said um culture i meant like say Mm -hmm. you know you're going to italy or rome or somewhere do you think researching, like for example, the Coliseum and stuff, to get better information before you get there? Do you think that would like wow you more, or just just going there just like that?
0: See, when I went, my mom booked all the tours and just didn't tell me where we're going. Mm. So the surprise factor is more fun for me because it's like, oh, where are we going? It's like, I'm not telling you where are we going. I'm not telling you. I and mean, we go oh, there. It's right. like the Roman Colosseum. Yes. For a fun fact on me, I hate surprises. Like I need to know what's (laughs) happening in my life at all times. But like when it's a travel surprise, it's like ooh history. Ooh, where are we going? Is somewhere I've know about? Is somewhere that I've seen on like a story in a book? Somewhere I've seen like a mid image on like the TV? And it's like maybe It's like oh sweet because places like Italy and Greece and Turkey are very historical. So like to go there, it's like. Ooh, where are we going? Ooh, what am I going to see today? It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. And it's things like that, that, like, I'll be okay with being surprised about. But, like, real-life surprise, like, if you're planning a birthday party for me, please tell me. And I'll just fake surprise. I'm good at it. I promise. Nope. <laughs> By the way, Hubby's shaking his head no in the background.
1: Exactly. No. <laughs> hell back. Because he enjoys surprising <laughs> me. I enjoy hearing how surprised you are. Because
0: when I get genuine surprised, I cry. And I hate crying in public. And? Who cares? It's not okay.
1: Hubby, I know you're listening. I am all she for is. it, okay? Surprise the shit out of her. Because I get to hear She's about it. at you. Okay. Yeah, he's Good. laughing. Which one would you prefer? A relaxation or adventure vacation? Or both?
0: It matters. So I cruise ship, I fly, and I drive. Well, I don't drive, I get driven <laughs> to where I go. <laughs> so I've had all the t- like, if I'm cruise shipping it, like, we're going to go to a port, we're going to hang out, we're going to relax on the boat. That's a relaxation trip for me. If we're flying to a different country, that is an adventure trip where I'm like going to find some stuff, going to see some stuff, going to like learn their ways of life. If it's a driving trip, like to Canada or like inside the United States, it's I'm like not driving. Man, it's a regular
1: going somewhere trip. Okay, so on cruise ships, have you ever been mm-hmm. seasick? So when I was a kid, yes, but as an adult, no. What do you do? Well, like, what can you take for for that? So Dremamine is available on the ship at the front desk and at the sick hall. And also at the convenience store if you want to buy it. Okay. I've never been on a cruise ship before. I wanted to, but I've never been on one. Um, so with the whole adventure versus relaxation trip, for me, when I'm on vacation, I, I am both. I want to see as much as I can. And I also want to enjoy, like, be at peace while I'm there. So... Most times when I'm on vacation, I don't really have my phone. It's sad because I don't always get pictures because I like to disconnect. Um, so what I do is I put my phone on airplane mode.
0: So that you can't text me again if you want to. And then I can take pictures. That's what I do. I keep my phone with me, but on airplane mode. Uh, no matter where I am.
1: Yeah. I think that'll work better.
0: But so you, you need to reach me. You'll figure it out.
1: <laughs> yeah. Because even when I went to Aruba... We um, we rented a car, and Aruba's small, so you can literally drive mm-hmm. and see the whole country. One side around. the other in one hour. Yeah. So we were able to do that. Um, Baby Beach is one destination I will recommend. Don't buy nothing here because it's expensive as shit, but it is beautiful. I told her to go to that beach. Thank you very much. <laughs> yes, she did. And on the way there, oh. there's a really nice seafood spot. Oh, my God. To die for. Mm -hmm. But um, next question. For people who has never been to a specific country, what would you recommend as like your rule of thumb? No, if they speak English or
0: not. And if they don't speak English? better buy a dictionary to their language to English and figure this sh- shit out <laughs> use Google Translate because if they don't speak English and you only speak English you need to know and if they do speak English and English is your only language you also need to know like in Italy I speak Spanish so I can transverse to Italian because they're both rooted in the Latin language so I can get by very easily in Italian without you know fucking it up <laughs> In the same way, someone that only is raised in English, only English, will not know what the fuck they're saying. So either use a Google Translator app, buy an English to that language dictionary ahead of time, and practice on like bathroom, mm-hmm. bill,
1: wine, you know, words you'd use every day. <laughs> I like I she said, wine, like that's something we definitely use every day.
0: Mm-hmm. No, like when I was in Turkey, we had um, Turkish wine, hot wine, delicious. But if I didn't know that word, I don't know what the fuck I was drinking. <laughs> True. So. Ooh, if you ever go to Turkey, go to a rug store. Them bitches are cool. Friday. To- like, it, it seems really boring, but rug stores in Turkey are legit <laughs> and really fun. Like, they tell you, like, r- rug tours. It sounds boring. I know it does, but it is really cool.
1: Okay. <laughs> Rug tours, got it. I know it sounds boring, I know. I mean, listen, cool. things surprise you, so by all means, keep an open mind. That was going to be my advice to people who's traveling, so due to the fact that I have not been to a lot of places, anytime I get introduced to a certain place, even here in the United States, um, when I went to West Virginia for the first time, I knew what I was going to expect it's very country over there. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really like to say hillbilly because I think that's um a bit yes. But basically that's how it was. I met um I met some really nice locals, by the way. If you don't eat pork, West Virginia is not the place. is not for you.
0: The whole south is in you pork. <laughs>
1: exactly. The
0: whole south is not for you. you That's the, the menu, west coast. Everything so pork.
1: was pork or made on mm-hmm. pork grease. So <laughs> mm-hmm. that is one thing. But always keep an open mind because you never know who you might meet. And it was great because, um, well, one, we were the only black people there, and we've been going there for the last. Well, we stopped going years ago, but. We went two years in a row. So the second year, they already knew who we were. Really nice people. If you want, we went camping there. I will recommend going camping. Yes, I'm Black and I'm saying go camping because it's great.
0: Nature is. I don't. I'm Black and I don't think camping is a thing.
1: Well, we only. I'm not. Why? (laughs)
0: Because I lived in the Poconos where it's all forest. I don't need to live in my backyard. Well,
1: yeah, it's different for you because of where you live.
0: Yeah. I lived <laughs> in a forest. It's not somewhere to go camping.
1: Sucks to be her because she lived in a bush. I'm talking for people who actually... mm-hmm. Like, Titty I live people. on an acre
0: of just yes. trees.
1: Well, city people, <laughs> it's great to go camping. It's relaxing and it's very nice. And the locals are funny as hell. Um, but yeah, always keep an open mind and also please look up the food choices when you go to certain places because yes. don't go there expecting American food. No. <laughs> Even McDonald's is different everywhere. In the it world. is. Yeah, see, oh,
0: it is way better in Italy than it is here. Like, you know how you have in the McDonald's a Cafe menu? Yeah. In Italy, it's an actual fucking cafe. Oh, wow. Like it's a legit cafe. I, we were so confused. we went to the McDonald's in Rome, which there's more <laughs> than one. And it's like, oh, let's see what it's like here versus at home. Mc Cafe was an actual cafe, and then you walked in and there was a McDonald's. Yes. But my Cafe was an actual cafe. I was so disappointed. In the <laughs> United States. Like it's two restaurants in in everywhere else. Like in Japan, it's oh, two wow. restaurants. I was like. Why is it only one thing in the United States? Why do we get the sucky version? Yeah, it's, it's from this country.
1: It's America. Everybody does things better. Um, but it is true because even some of the chains we have in Guyana, we have Popeyes, we have churches, we have KFC. It is very different over there than it is over here. So definitely, I mean, I would recommend... If you really and really, truly do not want to mix, I don't, I doubt that you should, like, I wouldn't recommend you, you know, going to an American place in another country because I feel like you're there to, Mm -mm. you know, explore and learn. But if that's your cup of tea, go for it and, you know, just keep it. Keep an open mind that you're not going to get frozen food. You're going to actually get freshly cooked chicken, <laughs> <Real food. laughs> and the portion sizes are smaller. Those countries <laughs> smaller. In only America they have supersized portions. All right. True. Very. very Next cool. questions. What is your preference? Um, bed and breakfast, mm-hmm. resort, hotel, Airbnb, or hostel?
0: Um, actually be hostile, so not that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like hotels
1: and I like, like, bed and breakfast Airbnbs. Okay. When I went to Aruba, I stayed in the Airbnb. I loved it. I mean, I mm-hmm. literally, we literally paid maybe less than $200 for the whole week. The host was really nice um it was just the room that we got it even came with a pool and all that stuff it was amazing Mm -hmm. some do people like when we got back on the um airplane coming back to america people that was at the resorts was complaining Mm -hmm. about staying in the resorts they were like oh the food was okay this that and the third one of the ladies daughters got sick but you know they they never experienced outside of america food so i that's them I won't even blame the resorts in that one but we saved $900 staying in the resort mm-hmm. not staying in the resort Airbnb can be very convenient in the exactly. right
0: situation or bed and breakfast like if I've never been there and I know I've never been there I might choose a hotel over all those like in Dubai we pick a hotel a U.S. chain hotel yeah. But there wasn't any Airbnbs available, and we also didn't speak the yeah. native tongue. So if you don't speak the native language, and the hosts also don't speak the native language, yeah, stick with a hotel that <laughs> speaks English. Yeah. But if you are comfortable with the native language, then yeah, take yeah. an Airbnb. Pick B&D. Completely fine, and it'll be a yes. great time.
1: Very, very helpful. Okay, next situation. Um, la, 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 la. Three travel pet peeves that you have. Oh, God. I work in an airport. That's not fair.
0: <laughs> I
1: so I, many. Well, fine. Give me a couple. Screw it. Screw three.
0: I hate people that take their shoes off at an airport or on a plane. Like, if you're not on a beach, put your (laughs) shoes on. It's gross. I should not see the soles of your feet. It's gross. So gross. It disgusts me, like, to no end. Or people that walk around barefoot on public floors. Also disgusting. So disgusting. It really irks my soul. Like, seeing a baby with no socks or shoes walk around Newark Airport makes me angry. <laughs> like, really angry. Like, unhealthy levels of angry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seeing someone walk around ShopRite with no shoes pisses me off. Like, I have a thing with, like, like my kid has been barefoot in public, but she's in a baby carrier and can't get down. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or she's in a car seat and can't get down or in a stroller and can't get down and if she wants to get down we have socks or shoes to her for her feet yep so I don't get why other people don't have those same rules or like grown adults not wearing shoes outside their house that's yes. disgusting that's two <laughs> a third one would be mm, okay I know this one is like not really an issue but like Bond oh, hygiene oh. for me. Because if you don't smell okay, it makes me nauseous. Mm. Like being pregnant and working at North Korea Airport
1: really <laughs> sucked. Like, yes. really sucked. Okay, so three for me is one having people walk up to you and ask you, where are they going? Like, how you not know the flight you're on, the air, you know. the company you're traveling with, none of that. Or they'll look at you and be like, well, I'm going to Delaware, where is that? Um, You tell me, how am I supposed to know? Um, I, maybe for some people it's great, but for me, I hate it. I was raised that when you leave your house, you're supposed to dress a specific way. When you're in public, you're supposed to be a specific way. Um, since I've been working at the airport, I have seen people travel in pajamas and it blows my mind because you're out in public. Why are you in pajamas? Why? Sweats is fine. I'm okay. W- so in the U.S. there was a trend for a while to like wear pajamas huh? outside.
0: It was in the United States. It was a trend for a while to wear pajamas outside <laughs> in like the mid 2000s Well, that's
1: the thing. Thre- trend. trend or not, I feel like when you're it's just not pretty for me. I
0: like I've worn in a onesie like that matched hubby and the baby outside on <laughs> Christmas Eve. <laughs> like it's happened, and I had to explain to like we went to a restaurant and explain how I was dressed the way I was. <laughs> it's like, because I went because we were it was a restaurant where I just like pick up food and they like looked at me and like. I promise you, there's two other people that are dressed just like me in the car, you just don't see them. I'm not a weirdo, <laughs> <laughs> like, because you, if you look on my social media, you'll see the pictures of us on like Christmas or Christmas Eve, wearing matching onesies for when the baby was like before he even turned oh, one. It. And it's really cute pictures, by the way. And like after that night, we went, we were hungry So like oh, what are we going to eat? It's like, oh, let's go to this Dominican place. And like, it looked like <laughs> I was insane. <laughs> like i promise you there's two the people in the car just, just like me
1: um it's not just yeah me it was her being a weirdo i bet so my third pet peeve of traveling is what is it um when you're going through security you know you're going through security get your shit out on time i don't want to have to mm-hmm. be waiting for you to strip You know you have to take certain things out of your bags. Do it ahead of time. Like, don't stand there and then try to empty everything out. Like, it pisses me off because I have to wait for you to get shit done. And even as an airport employee, we still have to wait for you to get your shit together. I mean, I'll just skip you with with no remorse. But sometimes TSA gets in their feelings about it. But... Yeah, Yeah, and I don't care. Ah. I'm look. I'm gonna look at them like, um, don't care. Get your life. But aside from that, oh yeah, that one. Yeah, back when Jordy had no hair. Well, no, her hair was straight. So yeah, that's my pet peeves. And people, if you come to the airport and I see you, I will give you a death stare from any of what we've discussed because come on (laughs) next thing oh here's another one for people Mm -hmm. um this is not me trying to discriminate or anything like that if you're traveling with somebody who has um who has a disability, for example, if they're autistic or something, let people know. I don't mind traveling with anybody of any sorts, but you cannot be upset if everybody in the airplane tells you to get your child and leave, if you don't know how to control your kid or whomever you're traveling with. One, you're supposed to give the airline they're warning. The airline hmm? does need notice. The airline, if you have special needs, the they do. And need people sometimes don't do has. it. So when you get on the plane, because remember, everybody has to, you know, be aware of these things. Just like if one person on the plane has a peanut allergy, they won't serve peanuts at all. I mean, they've probably stopped serving peanuts years ago, but. Yeah, but I'm saying, if one person has an allergy, they don't serve that, that specific food on the whole entire plane. Vice versa. When it comes to special needs, I am not discriminating because I used to babysit a special needs kid. I know what it's like. They're not always easy, you know. Sometimes certain things set them off. But at the same time, couple things. One... Spoiling your kid definitely does not help. Two, give people fair warning. A lot of people will be understanding if they know what's happening before it happens. But if you're like sitting there, everybody's about to go on vacation, you know, you do have people who are nervous flyers too. You know, 9-11 was a thing that really fucked everybody up. So flying is not the easiest for most. You have that and you're sitting down and you randomly hear some kid hollering, running up and down the aisle or something crazy, they're going to, you know, freak out. So, yeah, because if I was to do that, I'm going to kick you in the face. That's just my... We've
0: traveled with the baby before she was one on a plane for five hours and no one knew she was on the plane. When we landed it's like, oh, there was baby here all the time. like, yeah, there's multiple babies on this plane. And there's at least three babies on the age of two on our first flight with Jordan. And he's like, Oh, well, there was we had no clue. It's like, yeah, because we timed it for like nighttime that she'd be asleep most of the way. But people don't think that through. Like, people don't think like, oh, what time's my kid nap? Will this plane flight be in my the kid's nap time or my kid's sleep time? Okay. Hey. <clears throat>
1: And if it's nap time, like, I need to keep my kid awake until it's time to get on a plane. Like I've said before, um, I had a friend who took her kid and they're, like, all, well, I think it's two kids she has and they're all under five. She took them to the Philippines. That's, like, what, a 14-hour flight or so? Mm-hmm. It happens and it, will, like, you know, as long as everybody is okay And knows that, yeah, I have two kids. They're going to get fussy at some point on the plane. Let people know. Maybe there's somebody there that might know how to quiet a baby down better than you.
0: Like, if you're ever traveling with a kid, have more than one adult in your party.
1: That's my advice.
0: It really is. Like, with Jordan, we had two adults. When my cousin was, like, a baby like Jordan was... We had four adults on that trip because eventually that kid's gonna need to fall asleep somewhere, and eventually your arms are gonna get tired of holding that kid. So you have exactly. to like switch adults. Someone's gonna one parent's not gonna be tired, the other parent's gonna be awake. Somebody's starts to train the kid. Like, if you're traveling with a small child or any a child in general, have more than one adult there. Exactly. As a support system and to exactly. keep you safe.
1: And please do not rely on iPads and phones to do that. I It's one thing if you have, like, your kid to, like, you know, you use them periodically so they can learn or whatever. That's fine. I don't really care about kids using technology. My thing is, don't raise your kid on technology alone. Because you see a lot of parents, as soon as the baby starts, here you go, shut up, shut up. So you're on a plane and you can't use the technology that very moment. They're going to cry for it. So you need to, you know, Mm -hmm. give the child something other than just the phone because you can't always use them. You know, when you're pulling off the phones and stuff, if I'm not mistaken, have to be in airplane mode, which half of the things Mm -hmm. you can't do on it until you reach the... The little peak that they can, you know, finally use it. So, so
0: recently, Jordan has been gifted mm-hmm. an iPad tablet, and she loves it. It's great. It keeps her relaxed, and so we can watch yeah. things on our actual TV now. <clears throat> but her shows are educational. Everything she watches is educational. Like she learns her colors, she learns her numbers, she learns the alphabet. She learns to respond yes. to questions. So it's technology is not <laughs> the devil. It's not. But if it's not helping your child advance at all, it might you know be exactly. a hindrance at the end of the day. Like my daughter goes to daycare. She is very sociable. She has a routine there. She comes home. She wants you know learn on the tablet. Perfectly fine. That's yeah, great. And then she wants to hang out. She wants to build on her blocks. She wants to play with her toys. She has time for both things. She doesn't just stay on the iPad or the tablet because that's not how she develops. She has old school building blocks. She has old school toys because those also help with her motor functions.
1: Exactly. And, you know, you got to keep it interesting. Just one thing, just because, like, you know, everybody says technology has everything on it. So you just throw it on a kid. You got to keep her active, because even before the tablet, and I mean, you gave, you're giving Jordan the tablet when she's, like, almost two. People has been throwing technology at their kids since they're born, so that's all they know. You know, take that away from them, and there's no bonding with that kid. So Mm -hmm. that's why, like, you know, if that's what your kid is on, make sure (laughs) you know that, there's a world outside of it. Like when um, we had customers who were going to Cuba and the kid was in his phone. So when I looked at him, I knew it was mean and I didn't care. I looked at him and I was like, "So are you excited for no internet for a week?" And he almost lost it. He had no idea Cuba did not have internet. It has Wi-Fi now. certain, in certain areas, areas the That's the thing, it's not all certain areas yeah but from what i've heard even though those areas have wi-fi it's not you know unlimited like it is here in america so regardless it's still like a limited service um oh that's the point if you're gonna go to certain countries make sure you understand that wi-fi and you know cell phone reception (laughs) is definitely a thing. Learn how to read a map. A real one. Huh, or have a tour guide that, that lives in the area. Make friends with the locals is the best and cheapest way to navigate a country. But you should know how to read a map because, I mean, yeah. Phones don't always work the way you want to and... We have way too much options here in the U.S. We have Apple, Google, Waze. In certain countries, those things do not exist. You have to go all the way back to like MapQuest <laughs> to find your way around. So, that that whole thing. Um, what did Hubby say? I heard him. I heard him. oh oh he's on a game (laughs) with his uncle um
0: the podcast how do you play arc on the xbox go
1: look for him be neighbors have fun um (laughs) don't do that (laughs) so you've traveled a lot with your mom right so a lot of things you were able to you know like you were able to be spontaneous in some of these trips Which one would you prefer? Being a planner or being spontaneous if it's like you going with, like, if you're the one planning for something or going anywhere?
0: I, in my adult years, I like to be the planner because it it gives me peace of mind. If I'm, during my adolescence, I'd like to be the, you know, the one that's (sighs) not funny crap because I'm not the adult, but in my adult life i need to be the planner and if i'm not the planner i need to know you got this <laughs> like if i'm not planning it you need to be like on point with it, okay. whatever i ask you
1: um what would you splurge like what would be the thing you would splurge on on a trip <laughs> ice cream
0: i'm not joking you have no clue how much I spent on like gelato. I've heard in those Europe.
1: are pretty good. I want to try them <laughs> every day.
0: <laughs> every day, it is delicious. <laughs> but yeah, like ice cream and like treat, like chocolate tier stores,
1: cupcake stores, like basically of, like, what thing is so much money. Make sure you have a gym membership when you come back from vacation. <laughs> sure, That's totally what I said. Our podcast is literally <laughs> curvy melon, curvy leaf. Totally gym hey, membership. Listen, totally. Have just because we horizontal sure. run don't mean everybody does. Okay. Our horizontal hump. What the fuck or that? I just.
0: Everyone who knows me <laughs> knows I don't run. If I'm running, <laughs> the or Jordan is doing something crazy. Or Jordan is like in <laughs> danger.
1: That is true. Um, that was the fastest I ever I've ever seen her move was when Jordan almost broke her neck doing something crazy. I was like, Whew, I didn't know you could run that quick.
0: <laughs> like, I'm quick when it comes to my kids. Like, oh,
1: she 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 actually ran. Oh. Mm-hmm.
0: Only if my kid is in danger, but everything's in
1: danger. Oh, here's one. Are you a light packer or a heavy packer?
0: Oh, I pack heavy. (laughs) I'm never coming back. Like, for a three-day trip, I'm packing seven pairs of underwear. (laughs) (laughs) Because my mother is a heavy packer, so she trained me to heavy pack, so I can't undo
1: it. I'm a light packer because... I normally Ooh. travel with a flight attendant and she just makes me pack lights. So if we're going for a week, I just use a carry-on and she taught me how to like you know fix everything I needed in my carry-on. <laughs> <laughs> also you know way. I mean, I am all for Caribbean experiences, especially when we're doing carnival so you're wearing small clothes anyway, you're even gonna fill up a suitcase. Nope. um but <laughs> you don't even wear them well I know I won't you saw the
0: Vegas photos I wore well, a different outfits every so. day <laughs> and each one was
1: cute I think it cute. oh you yeah need reminders, whatever go to my social media <laughs> I can see you having to pack heavy because of the baby, not you. You can pack light. But to each his own, whatever. So that's the funny thing is,
0: that's what that's kind of what we do, but it's not. So I pack heavy for everything. Wow. Yeah, I pack the baby stuff in Hubby's bag. Wow. <laughs> and then they can pack light. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I do. That's how we did Vegas. I pack two suitcases and then I packed Hubby's wow. with the baby stuff inside. <laughs> So he didn't overpack, but I did. And I also had stuff mailed to my aunt just in case we ran out of stuff.
1: Well, you see, it came in handy though; it it. really
0: did. Oh, for parents out there, you can mail things to the hotel you're going to be at or the Airbnb you're going to be at ahead of time. Like if you're packing diapers, wipes that you're going to need for like your vacation time, you can send them via the mail ahead of time at least by a week to where you're gonna stay and they will just hold it for hey, you that is a good tip
1: especially for parents mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. Uh, what else is a great question i'm like really sitting down brainstorming questions because i ran out of a couple um what was your favorite trip and what did you love about it
0: My favorite trip before 18 uh-huh. was Bermuda. Bermuda has some hot people. Like they are like the perfect mix of Caribbean and like Caucasian and like Latin and like mm-hmm. one person. Like they got the blue eyes, the tan skin, the nice curly hair, <laughs> They're so pretty. Like I had Rob of being <laughs> from Bermuda. Like, they're good-looking. That's before 18. After 18, the most fun trip I would say I had was either Italy or Dubai. Dubai was freaking awesome. Like, really, really fun. (coughs) And Italy was fun for, like, the culture. Like, really fun for the culture. And, like, the learning
1: experience.
0: But Dubai was fun for, like, just fun.
1: So, um well, this is an interesting one. I actually just Googled this one. It says, do you get wild on vacation or do you keep it low key? Now, I'm going to ask this question at the um, yeah. before baby and after baby question. <laughs> okay.
0: So before baby, <laughs> yes. After baby, do I have a babysitter? Like, well, what's the arrangements? <laughs> like, do I have to go home to a small child afterwards? Um, Before baby, like, 17, 18 to like, 22? Oh yeah, I did lots of wild shit. <laughs> like, yeah, I've had that sex too. in the ocean more than once. Or like, in oh, a jacuzzi or like a public pool <laughs> or like getting so drunk I'd pass out.
1: Lucky for you, social media was not that <laughs> popping back then. So you could have gotten away with stuff like that. Now everybody has cameras. Like it's so mm-hmm. hard to try to be, you know, free when there's people recording you. Like I'm not trying to be a nobody's, you know, Pornhub account. Okay, Mel's
0: lying because she records me all the time without permission. What do you
1: mean I'm lying?
0: All the time, like girls' night out. Girls' night out is literally something that she posted onto <laughs> our podcast Facebook page.
1: Okay, whatever. There's no there trust is with Mel and
0: trust public with me. places.
1: I'm not lying.
0: <laughs> no, there isn't. Like one day I looked on our Facebook, our sh- our shared Facebook page, I was like, "Is that me?" On girls met out,
1: (laughs) always like no trust, none. On keeping things private. First of all, she's the one who posted our faces. We were not supposed to have our faces on here. Okay, she picked the picture. It was a great picture. And then, as revenge, she posted a video of me. (laughs) Okay. It was not even a video that shows us having fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh <laughs> huh, sure.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but, like, before a
1: child hears, God,
0: do I do ridiculous things. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, Okay, so would you recommend. <laughs> going out and actually being free on vacation or yes (laughs) of course i would
0: hey it's a silly question listen no
1: (laughs) i already know you're gonna say yes but the world may not assume that
0: We to the answer
1: here. Well yeah, so I mean that's all the questions I have. I actually made it very um broad because I didn't want to just put it for a specific country, only because some of these rules apply yeah. to everywhere we go. Um but yeah. Oh, transportation. What is well it all mm-hmm. depends on the country, but which one would you prefer when you're traveling? Walking, taxis, renting a car, or public transportation?
0: Public transportation, usually. If I'm out of the United States, public transportation. If I'm in the United States, Uber. Hi,
1: Jordy. Ah. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's just been popping up in the podcast lately. So guys, just say hi when you hear mm-hmm. her, okay? Because she's not going anywhere.
0: So, if I'm out of the country, public transportation. If I'm in
1: the country, Uber. For me, it depends on where I'm going. So, with Aruba, everybody spoke English. It's actually a requirement for everybody in the island to speak English. Unless, like, you're, like, older, older, then they only spoke um, Dutch. But majority of everybody else spoke four languages, which included English. So we got an um, a rental car, and we were able to, like, tour and move about the way we wanted to. Um, we also walked a lot, because a lot of things were close by, and we just wanted to, like, you know, not have to drive, just wanted to see everything, so... We definitely um, walked around. And it's nice. You get to meet people when you're walking. Same thing with public transportation. You get to meet random people and interact. That's always the most fun because, yeah, you're there to, you know, bond with the country, which means bonding with the people. Um. Priorities. Which one is like yours when you're traveling? Restaurants, shopping, museums, beaches, shows, or nightlife? Uh, restaurants, beaches, museum, and history. <laughs> okay, so museum. again, it depends on the country. Um. Or it depends on what kind of vacation I'm going on. If I'm going to, like I say, carnival, I'm only going there for nightlife. I don't want to go there for nothing else. But when we were in Aruba, that's not what I was there for. So I wanted to see the beaches. Um, We tried out a few restaurants and we definitely went shopping. Um. I'm not
0: either. I'm not huge on shopping, I'm really not.
1: Girl, you know me. I hate shopping. In real shopping. life, but a lot of things with Aruba that I really found interesting is the like handmade stuff that they made. I I'm a really huge mm-hmm. fan of you know cultural art, so I did pick up a lot of things. Like I got this doll for my goddaughter that Jordan's ruled all over. Um, It was like a traditional dress, a Mm -hmm. traditionally dressed um, Aruban girl. And I just fell in love with that because I said, you know, anytime I go to a specific place or anything, I love to see cultural things. And that's what I would like run and pick up. I'm not a souvenir person, but I'm definitely into the culture. So, yeah. That's me. Oh, and of course the restaurants, because I love food. Um so yeah, it's pretty much all the questions. Do you have anything else you would like to add? Yeah, I have an open mind, you know. Ooh. Maybe you traveled for fun. I don't know why I judgment. just keep running into these questions that I think is awesome. Would you travel alone or would you travel with somebody? Aside from that, I have a kid. What type of? Damn it! Fine. <laughs> no. No, because like you know, how people would just like pick up their bags and just go backpacking in Europe by themselves, being a loner and shit. Nope, that's that's some <laughs> um, pale paper people. Facts. Vacation type of thing. I every time somebody mentions, "Oh, I travel alone," I look at them like they're crazy because I'm like, "Ah, no, thank you." Um here is one ta- um one tip I will say for the ladies traveling do not get pissed drunk if you're by yourself in some of these countries because you're going to come back without a limb or married to somebody and you don't know what's going on not um also please 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 look up the crime rates in certain areas because you want to make sure that you're safe regardless wherever you're going i'm not saying that if the place has a high crime rate that means you're going to be in danger but you want to know what you're getting yourself into before you go yes
0: yes i think that should be enough for today Follow us on our social medias. We have Facebook Curvy Le- Mel and Kirby Lee. Instagram Kirby Mel and Kirby Lee. And we have an email account Kirby Mel Curvy yes. Lee. No, and so send gmail.com. your
1: questions. DM us if you have any information you would like to share or I mean you guys can send us memes because you know as you can see we're into memes. Cheers. Um. <laughs> Stay so tuned because Friday is Freaky Friday. And I know everybody loves our <laughs> sex stories <laughs> Friday, and the so... craziness that we do, but, you know, it's great to see you. Well, have you guys listen to us? Come back again. Oh, and make sure you was to rate us. Mm. We're on a few platforms now. Yeah,
0: go for we're it. So many platforms. I can list them if you want. We are on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Radio Public, Podcast, Apple Podcast, and I think one more. I can't remember.
1: Exactly. Yeah, we're so on like a lot of different. Check things. us out on all of them. Or one, pick your favorite one, we don't mind. Um, Most of them, so what I've noticed is that some of those apps have a delayed uploading. So just give it a few, like a few hours and they'll pop right up. Other than that, you should be fine. But yeah, see you guys later.